Calling all Swifties and champions of change, Like a Girl Media is rolling out the red carpet for you with our Thrive Like a Girl contest. We're all about celebrating powerful women leaders who inspire us to dream big and push boundaries. And who embodies that spirit more than Taylor Swift herself? Here's your chance to see her live in concert. We're giving away two tickets to Taylor Swift's show in London on Saturday, June 22nd. Imagine being part of the magic, all thanks to Like a Girl Media. Entering is easy. Subscribe, share, and show us which episodes inspired you the most. Visit our website or check our social media for all the details. Don't just dream it, be it. Thrive like a girl and make this summer unforgettable. Contest opens globally. Voidware prohibited. Must be 18 or older to enter. No purchase necessary. Subscribe and share with hashtag thrive like a girl and tag us at like a girl underscore media for entry. Unlimited entries means unlimited chances. Winner chosen at random after contest closes May 20th, 2024. We'll be notified via DM. Make sure your profiles are not private. Check full rules on our site. This is your shot to see Taylor Swift live. Don't miss it. Support for this episode is brought to you by Chirpy Bird Health IT Consulting. The 2020 MIPS Manual is out now on Amazon, and it's a great resource for practice administrators and clinicians who need to keep up with the changing healthcare laws. Welcome to the Hit Like a Girl podcast, where with each episode, we hear from different women experts in the health IT industry. We like to hear about what makes them tick, how they overcome challenges, work they're proud of, advice they would give to other women in health IT, and much more. I'm Joy Rios. And I'm Robin Roberts. Today, we're sharing our conversation with Mary Bren, the software product owner at Spencer Health Solutions. Her work helps patients dispense medications when they're needed and connect to their care teams in a unique and totally integrated way. We learned a lot from our time with Mary and think you will too. So let's get started. So Mary, we kind of liken healthcare to a thousand piece puzzle. And we think that everyone we talk to and everyone we meet in healthcare has their own piece of the puzzle. So could you share with our listeners a little bit about your background, your piece of the puzzle in healthcare, health IT, and maybe how you got started? Absolutely. I started at Optum, actually, which is a part of United Health Group. It's on the health services side. And I came in through a rotational program for technology development. I had majored in business with minors in French and psychology in college. So I really wanted to sharpen my technical skills. And I was initially put in a rotation as a developer. My knee-jerk reaction was, oh my gosh, this must be a mistake. Who signed me up for this? But I quickly was able to really dive in and learn a lot. I was with a lot of peers who were in the same sort of situation as me, came from less technical backgrounds, but were there to learn. And I used the first six-month rotation to really sharpen my technical chops. After that, it's when I found the product owner role. And that was just the perfect fit because it combined my newfound knowledge and excitement for technology along with the product space, which I had really started to take an interest in. So I was able to work on three different products while I was there. One was for a clinical performance improvement tool. And that's basically what you use to audit ICD and HCC codes, so little diagnostic codes that you see when you get a health claim. The second product I was on was for a referral optimization tool, and that was used basically if you were at the doctor and you were going to be referred to a specialist. It was used to help find the best provider that was in your network and was the lowest cost. And then the third project I was on was about healthcare reporting. 
and it focused a lot on avoidable ER spend and processing claims. So from there, I was really interested in how I could get more involved kind of directly in the healthcare space. And that's how I found Spencer Health Solutions. And that's where I've been since August. So pivoting from just the technology aspect to looking at in-home healthcare as well. Okay, this is Joy. I have a couple questions because it sounds like some of the products you've been working on have totally dovetailed with areas that we dabble in, which in value-based care. So we kind of consult on the MIPS program in particular. And I'm curious, which data sets are you connecting to? Are you looking at the physician compare or hospital compare or like where are you getting and tying all of that information together because I think a lot of people don't realize that it's either publicly available or I'd just love to hear any sort of insight you have into that. Absolutely. So we were lucky enough to be part of United Health Group so we had access to a really broad claim base so we could do a lot of population health reporting there. Additionally, UHC had their own sort of provider network that they were ranked as like a physician choice system. So we used a lot of that to sort of rank the providers. We also used the STARS system as well. And that was used to rank providers based on cost and effectiveness. And from there, you would get a one to five star rating. But it was really helpful being an optum just because you had the United Healthcare claim system, things like Polaris and all of that, where you could really just pull the data straight from the source um, and do a lot of really rich reporting on it. So can you tell us a little bit more about what you're doing at Spencer and maybe how that might have changed in the last, well, six to eight weeks in light of the pandemic? Absolutely. So at Spencer, it's really based very deeply in in in-home healthcare and basically meeting the patients where they're at. A lot of the populations that we help are really some of the sickest and most in need populations. So we have really focused on making sure that we can sort of be the hub for home health care. So not just giving you your medications, but sending that kind of information to your provider, as well as connecting you with the provider more directly. So we have a telehealth solution, and that's really been the biggest change here in the last six to eight weeks is really enriching that capability because that's obviously been very in demand with the COVID-19 pandemic. So we've really been making that easier to use both on the patient and provider side and really trying to make sure that people can basically talk to their doctors as soon as they need them without having to go into the office. Yeah. So how has the patient experience sort of shifted in your view over you know the course of the last couple of months, like have they interacted with the products that you help develop differently or more often, or what is it like for for them? Yes, so we've definitely seen an uptick in our engagement metrics. So one of the capabilities our platform has is to send questions as well as messages out to patients. So we've seen a real uptick and both the pharmacists and the providers and the patients themselves using the questions and messages to communicate, as well as a much higher demand for telehealth visits using our platform. So there's really been a lot more engagement basically in the communication between provider and patient. So with people stuck at home that have these medical needs, is there anything that Spencer is doing to, have you guys picked up on anything either through the requisition of that information through the form you described, Mary, or other means? What is it that the patients are facing that is maybe really unique that 
you know, we haven't really seen before. You know, of course, everyone still needs their medication, but in accessing care remotely, is there anything coming up that you guys see as a gap? So one thing that's been very challenging for a lot of our patient populations is they rely very heavily on in-home health care. So getting visits from nurses, doctors, other healthcare professionals, a lot of those people are in the home pretty often. Obviously, with social distancing, that's really made things a lot more difficult. So things have had to go virtual a lot more. So instead of the nurse maybe you know coming into someone's house and looking at their Spencer and kind of figuring out how things fall in there, they're engaging a lot more remotely using either the mobile app or the portal that we have to view the information and engage that way. So it's going a lot more to how they can engage through the platform rather than around it. Spencer, is that sort of the persona, a platform that you guys have? Is it like somebody's engaging with Spencer as, can you tell us a little bit more about the product itself? And I don't know, just from a layperson's perspective, what would the engagement be like? Sure. So Spencer as a whole is really an ecosystem. Um, So we have Spencer himself and his persona is he's a fun, helpful little guy who sits in your kitchen and helps you take your meds. We also have Spencer Assist and that's the mobile app. I'm right now supporting patients and caregivers, usually like grandma and maybe her child or niece or a caregiver of any sort. And then soon we're going to be supporting care managers as well. And then we also have Spencer Care, and that's the web portal that's really designed for the pharmacist, the provider, uh, the professional healthcare worker who maybe has multiple patients. So it's really this suite built across a common software platform. But Spencer himself is the little guy who actually dispenses medication. Thank you. That is helpful. So sometimes it's hard uh, where I'm just like, oh, are you guys, is that the name of the actual, of just the company or when somebody's, you know, interacting with the product? And I imagine you just being a product developer. What is your day to day like? How is it that, you know, you're probably not interacting it? with Spencer the same way that a patient or a pharmacist or the caregiver might? Like, what is your interaction like on a regular basis? Right. So part of my role as a product owner is really serving as the voice of the customer. So a lot of that insight will be coming from either our marketing teams or directly from patients themselves who will be calling into our support lines or even some of the people in our office have Spencers for their parents and use the mobile app just to make sure their parents are staying on track with their medications. So my interaction with the product is really trying to look at it with an objective eye and see what would grandma and grandpa see. That's sort of the persona that we use all the time when we're thinking about it. Obviously, the clinical space is very important too, but we need to sort of cater to all of that and keep it both configurable, but bottom line accessible. So I try to look at it as how can we keep things flexible, but enough that someone could still engage with it, whether it's grandma and grandpa or someone in a very specific clinical trial. So can we talk about just kind of medication mismanagement in what's going on, you know, in Joy and I's experience, there's sometimes really a handful of reasons people stop taking medication or generally mismanage. They're, they're feeling better, they're feeling worse or don't like the side effects, or they're genuinely forgetful. And of course, then we have to talk about access. 
refill cadence, right? The feedback loop and the cadence of the prescription, all of these sorts of things, the cost of a medication, perhaps, et cetera. How does Spencer help close the gap on any of those things that happen? Because taking medication kind of happens in a nebulous, away from the pharmacist, away from the doctor. How does it support or close those gaps? So really, our mission is to drive adherence up because, like you said, there's so many reasons that people might stop taking their medication, but the end result is usually all the same, which is a health crisis. And that's why our founders sort of invested his time and his heart into this company was because of an experience with his own father similar to that. So what we do is we try to make taking medication really easy. So maybe one of the reasons is you just forget. So we send a reminder through the machine itself or through the mobile app just to tell you that it's time to take your medication. And then the second part is just making sure it's really easy for you to have access to those medications like your refills. So we have certified pharmacies that will send out refills either For instance, with some models in Canada, they send weekly refills to patients where you might get one for a month or a couple of months. So you just drop it in and then pretty much you forget about it. You just hit the dispense button and you'll get a notification and your pharmacist will get a notification when it's time for you to start to think about re-upping refill. So we try to make sure that it's very easy for the patient to take their medication. And to the piece about negative side effects or maybe they're feeling better, We also send a list of pre-sorted questions to patients after each dispense. And some of those are just, how are you feeling today? And others are asking, do you plan on continuing to take your medications and things like that? And we report all of those answers and they go to Spencer Care. So that way the pharmacist or the caregiver can see those questions directly. So you can start to see if someone's answering questions a certain way, if that's raising the alarm bell early on. So we try to make sure that there's multiple points of contact to prevent that from happening. You know, as I think about a personal experience, I think about my grandmother aging in place and her dementia, you know, and even my grandfather's ability to manage her medication on her behalf. When we think about cognitive impairment, is there a use case for where Spencer can help with that? Absolutely. So a couple of things that we've implemented is first just the senior-friendly design So a lot of the ways that you engage with the product, the font is really large. It's pretty minimal to use, just a few buttons. And really all that's asked of you is whenever your refill is finished, you're prompted to open the lid and it tells you which refill to insert next. So it's pretty simple that way. But then the other features that are enabled are things like a child lock, which we have some patients use if they're the primary caregiver and the patient themselves isn't supposed to be accessing dispenser if the caregiver is not there. So you set up a pin similar to the way you would with a debit card. And that way, the medications can only be accessed if you enter in that pin. And we have several use cases that are like that for patients with Parkinson's, dementia, or who otherwise need some supervision. Hey guys, sorry to interrupt, but we wanted to let you know about a way you can support Hit Like a Girl podcast directly. We've partnered with patreon.com, that's P-A-T-R-E, on.com is a way for us to connect with our listeners and fans in a direct way and ask them to support us so we can continue creating more great content like this episode you're listening to. Patreon.com is not so much of a one-time contribution, but more like a subscription to provide support to independent creators like us. Patrons who pledge even just $2 a month give us the stability we need to continue producing podcast episodes. 
In return for your patronage, we're offering virtual high fives, personalized thank you notes, and even shout outs on our episodes. When you become a patron of Hit Like a Girl podcast, you're supporting our channel directly, so we won't be making podcast episodes for some viral audience or for ads. We're making them for you, our listeners. This allows us to focus on topics related to women, healthcare, and technology. With your support on Patreon.com, we're able to spend that time having meaningful conversations and doing more great work that can positively impact the lives of other women in healthcare and tech. So join us on Patreon.com and let's make something amazing together. Thinking about all of the things in healthcare, how complicated it is, and it's such a like a really smart problem that you all are solving over there. Is there anything that you've come into contact with that you wish that, you know, taking away all of the obstacles and offering, like if you could have a magical wish, snap your fingers and solve any problem in healthcare or health IT based on your experience, what would that be and why? I really think one of the primary problems in healthcare right now is around accessibility. And I really think that's being exacerbated by COVID-19. And what I mean by that is a lot of the times people are only engaging with the healthcare system when they're at their absolute worst and have no other options. So they're going to the ER for things that could have been avoided. And I think if we can really catch people before they're at that point, if we can engage them earlier, then that would really drive down a lot of costs and also just reduce the financial burden on a lot of people. So that's one of the problems that we're aiming to solve is one of those potential avoidable ER visits has to do with medication adherence. You know, if you can continue taking your blood pressure medication, maybe you won't need to go to the hospital if you have an adverse event or something like that. So really, I think it's around just ensuring people can access healthcare more easily and either through telehealth or just taking their medications and not needing to engage with the healthcare system when it's an emergent situation. That would really be what I would try to tackle. Is there any maybe in thinking forward and, you know, I know we don't haven't had time to discuss all of Spencer's capabilities. Is there any thought about how maybe Spencer will talk back also to the pharmacy or the other people that participate in the patient's continuum of care to let them know about either mismanagement or lack of adherence, you know, or that feedback you're collecting or even help sync medications on, you know, pill pack refills, these sorts of things so that they don't have to run to the pharmacy as often. Does any of that happen now or are there plans to do any of that? Yes. So right now we do a couple of different things to that extent. Right now we're doing reminder pack, which can come with a dose. So for things like insulin, you know, that aren't easily packaged into something like a blister pack or just a small plastic packet, we'll send reminder packs. So you might get your blood pressure medication and then a blank pack will come out after that and say, don't forget to take your insulin. In addition to that, we have a patient record where we'll enter in any medications they're taking outside of Spencer, in addition to any other conditions they may have. And we're also reporting on any of those events right now, and those are going to both Spencer Care, the web portal, and Spencer Assist mobile app. So we'll alert the caregiver or care manager in real time if someone is missing their medication, or if they took a Bluetooth reading off of a connected device and say their weight or their blood pressure was up. So we're sending out those alerts real time to try to make sure people are connected and can intervene before it becomes an emergency. That's so important, especially when you talk about, you know, your aspirations for your wish to really improve quality and drive down costs for everyone, the, the patients, 
in the system as a whole. That's really cool. Mary, you have a really unique perspective. Is there, in trying to stay up to date and keep on the pulse of everything that's going on in healthcare and health IT, where do you get your information? What are some resources that you go to that help you feel like you're on are able to stay on top of it? So I think one thing that's been really helpful, especially with staying up to date on what's happening with COVID-19, actually has been the daily from the New York Times. I listen to that every morning while I walk my dogs. And that's been really helpful to figure out where we're at with testing and really chronicles a lot of these issues like accessibility of care, cost of care, things like that. So I really try to stay up to date that way. Um, in addition, one of my colleagues runs a podcast called People Always, Patients Sometimes. And she speaks with a lot of different thought leaders in the pharma space, clinical trial space, care management. And that really helps me to stay up to date as well. So I really like hearing different sorts of perspective on healthcare across the spectrum. I will definitely have to check that out. I know we have definitely heard that title. So I have to admit, I have not listened to it. But now that you've mentioned it again, I definitely will because that's why we do this, having the conversations and learning what people like you and your company are doing. And so thank you for all of those suggestions. Mary, if people want to know more about you or they want to connect with your organization, where can they find you online and how can they connect? So we have a website, spencerhealthsolutions.com, and you can engage with that either in English or now in Dutch, now that we're in the Netherlands. Additionally, you can find us on LinkedIn as Spencer Health Solutions, Inc., and from there, you'll find both myself and my colleagues. And we are pretty up to date with LinkedIn. So we are always happy to engage. That is awesome, especially the Dutch aspect. I wouldn't have expected that. Well, thank you so much for your time today. We've really enjoyed talking with you and getting to know you and Spencer a little bit better. Absolutely. I really appreciated it. And it has been awesome. I really appreciate you guys inviting me on. And thank you for listening to the Hit Like a Girl podcast. If you want to know more about us or this guest, check out our website at hitlikeagirlpod.com. While you're at it, if you found value in this episode, we'd appreciate a ratings on iTunes or simply tell a friend. You can also connect with us on Twitter or Instagram at the handle hitlikeagirlpod. Thanks again. See you soon. Thank you to Chirpy Bird Health IT Consulting. You can find out more about them at www.chirpybird.com. I-N-C dot com.